0: Dren is, is drinking and getting punched, Idonia uh, is going to also just sort of talk with uh, other patrons of the bar and the bartender and such and see just what the general feeling around town is about the folks who run it and, and that sort of thing. Make sure that they're not being taken advantage. Sure. Of.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there is certainly a sense that, you know, all of the supplies, all of the groceries all that stuff all comes through the one place it's like a monopoly so there there mm-hmm. is a little bit of mm-hmm. resentment towards mm-hmm. you know that you know it's like everybody owes their soul to the company store kind of situation that's not um, great. Annika is is a little stern she um, hates charity for herself or for other people so you know there's no freebies but um, she's pretty fair um, nobody has a real problem with her mother Belchescu everybody's afraid of her she's just you know the the stern um, person who will you know basically tell you how you're going to spend a lot of time in the boneyard if you don't behave appropriately. Everything has to do with punishment, basically, in her her uh, mind. Yeah. The evening passes. Is there anything you wanted to do before? Do you want to go and visit the crime scene now? It's probably uh, you know after dinner at this point, starting to get dark. Place to start. Okay, so we've moved over to the little Tornescu um, cottage, which is a lovely little place um, off to the side of uh, the, the west side of town. Um, it's uh, the, the top part of the L here is uh, two stories, sort of a wooden um, structure, and then the southern area is actually a stone area that looks like it's been um, added on more recently. Mm. And it has, you know, nice glass windows, and uh, out, out front there's a, there's a hand-lettered sign that's, that proclaims this as the home of the world-famous mm. Maid of Anaktoria, and uh, Admission One Silver. And, uh, yeah, so what would you like to do? Is Evgeny here? Uh, well, you can go and knock. Um, just ask around if you'd like. Uh, nobody is around outside. Okay, hey, so you, you knock on the door. A moment later, a young, uh, youngish woman comes and opens the door. Yes, yes, can I help you?
2: Uh, yes, I was hoping to speak with Evgeny.
1: Oh, uh, uh, of course. Uh, yes, uh, Evgeny, there are, there are many armed people to see you. This kid comes down and uh, he, he's, he's clearly just straight out of school. But um, he's, uh, let me show you his picture
2: very john lennon he's got
1: a scar over his eye which uh um glanville you recognize as probably one of the uh the um, scars from the Lepestad university dueling fraternities hmm. um, they will duel until somebody gets a wound on the face and then they will let it heal naturally and it's sort of like a badge of honor from these from these dueling fraternities that happen up there um and he says uh uh yes welcome um I'm Evgeny. I, uh, I hope you are not here to see the maid, because uh, she is no longer here. We are we are searching for her.
2: Yes, we've been sent to find the maid, and uh, I understand you are conducting an investigation, so we would like to stay out of your way, but uh, if you will let us in, then you can tell me uh, what you've discovered so far, and, and my associates can uh, begin their investigation if you are comfortable with that
1: uh of course yes uh well welcome all the all the help uh we can get would be very useful because of course we just want the maid returned uh, please come in and he, mm-hmm. he leads you in and the the room is very nicely appointed i mean for what you've seen in the village this is probably the nicest room so far mm-hmm. um and uh there are some uh, pictures on the wall showing uh the maid and various images of the bog and then there's like a curtain rack in front of the in front of the um west wall and that is uh you know got some nice red velvet curtains that are just pulled aside now and there's a there's a platform there where clearly the maid used to sit um there's a blanket just tossed on the side there and some flowers and it it looks like it was very nicely done there's a a, a glass case that the maid would have been actually sitting inside and evgeny comes Mm. over and he says yes uh it, it seems that uh the, uh, the thieves that stole it came in um, in the middle of the night and just took it and uh, mm. I, I think they went out the window. There are some trails uh, out the back there. We, you know, I noticed some footprints that that lead off to it, to the bog and I suspect that they're hiding out there until they can have someone pick it up.
3: Mm. It's
1: rather rough country around here and so getting something as awkward as a as a um, non posable Bog mummy out is a little bit um, a little mm. awkward. And am I to understand you
2: live in this building, correct? Uh,
1: well, yes, I'm staying here with my. It's my parents' home, and uh, I, I came back from uh, from university just to uh, to visit, and I've been staying here. But um,
2: and you were home when the uh, when the maid was stolen.
1: Uh, I I was uh, upstairs asleep, and uh, as as were my parents and. Uh, and my, my niece Olina, That's, those are the people that live here. Um, and uh, two more people can come in and I'll show you the pictures here because there are a number of NPCs to keep track of. Mm-hmm. But uh, these, these are my parents, Peter and Solas, they, they, uh, they live here and uh, Peter's father is the one who, who originally found the maid.
3: Oh, it's a pleasure to make yours an acquaintance. It, uh, I must say that I take pride in any family that sees to it that their next generation gets properly educated. So, I, uh, you must be so proud of uh, young Jenny uh, here.
1: Oh yes, sir. We we are very proud. We we um, work hard, and um, the maid brings us the prosperity we need to be able to. Provide education. Um, mm-hmm. Both, uh, both Evgeny and his his sister um, w- went to university, and uh, we are we are very proud of them. And, and so now Evgeny has come back, and and we he's he's got a job lined up in Califas. He will become a big, a wonderful academic. So we are we are very excited. Wonderful. And, uh, do. You- do you, did anybody come
3: recently asking about the mummy uh, that uh, seemed all shifty or very rude about it?
1: Uh, and uh, Solas answers, uh, oh that elf witch, Ahandriel, she is uh, she come again and want to want to uh, cut into the maid and see what insects are inside She's crazy that one which I, I, I think that she did it. And then um, you can see that both Evgeny and, and Peter are sort of, um, now, Mother, it's uh, you know, Jehandriel wouldn't have done this. I, I think it's the Aspis Consortium that Evgeny has told us about. These. This, this takes much more than just one person to, to carry off the maid and, and find a buyer for it and <laughs> things like that.
4: Can I quick a glance at everyone's fingernails, especially Evgeny's? Oh, yeah?
1: They all have fingernails. Oh.
4: Okay, all right, good to um,
1: go. Yeah, no, there's, uh, I mean, there's nothing sort of out of the ordinary. Um,
0: painted,
1: perhaps um, little stars
0: um, stickers on them.
1: That's entirely possible. Um, Dur- actually, these are, are pretty, pretty uh, plain. You can tell from his hands, <laughs> he doesn't do a whole lot of physical labor. Both Peter and Solas look like they have, in fact, had a lifetime of pretty hard work sustenance farming um and things like that but their hands are clean now so it's not like they're they're dirty or scratched up or or anything like that
4: they're not stained with bog money you say no no
1: it doesn't <laughs>
3: seem to be yes do you lock this place up at night
1: uh yes the uh the, we lock the door and uh the glass case has a has a lock on it as well and i i have the only key and he pulls a key f- out from around his neck mm-hmm. Uh, this is Peter? Peter, yes. yes, yes. Peter, yes. Okay. yes sorry. And was it, there like an obvious, did they break the door down or bash in the window or something? No, uh, there, there was no sign of, um, Evgeny answers, there was no sign of forced entry. <laughs> um, nothing was broken. Basically, it looks like they came in either the door or the window or perhaps even magically and, and then left through the window and carried the bog mummy to the towards the swamps, um, mm-hmm. and, and he takes you over to the window and, and points out, you know, outside the window there, there's, um, in the earth, there's, this, there's signs that some kind of box or something was rested there. The grass is all pushed down and there's some, um, sort of the outline of a something maybe five feet long by two feet wide kind of thing. And then there are a pair of booted feet leading tracks, um, very obvious tracks uh, that lead over to the fence and then continue off towards the bog. Uh,
5: did anyone try to
1: follow these tracks? Uh, I, I haven't yet, but, um, I, I wanted to see if there were any other clues here. I, 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 suspect that the tracks will lead off into the bog where the Aspis agents are. And no. I don't feel like I can handle them myself. Hmm.
4: Did I, did I miss why we think it's
0: Aspis? That's just why what the people think. think. Aspis agents were here buying and selling, and then the mummy went disappeared.
1: Yeah, the, there are, there have been Aspis agents in town, um, the uh, over uh, the last three four weeks perhaps, um, and they uh, they deal with uh, Domiri, um, the the owner of the store, and sometimes stay with her. And uh, they have been here recently and they have asked about purchasing the maid before. Hmm. So we suspect that they their their return to town and the disappearance of the maid are, are linked. Hmm.
2: The maid is supposed to have healing powers. Has anyone in dire need of healing come and possibly even shown signs that uh, they have recuperated from their visit with the maid?
1: I, uh, Evgeny looks at his parents and then sort of takes you into the other room and, and uh, says, I, I don't believe uh, any of these tales. There There is no evidence, there is no proof that there has been any kind of magical or occult occurrence uh, around the maid. My parents will, will say that they collect tears from the mummy. It, it's condensation from being inside the being inside the glass case for so long and it it off gases and then they find little droplets of water it's not tears but i i don't have the heart to tell them that i mean i'm a man of science and there's there is nothing to these claims
2: yes but that doesn't mean that someone who really wants healing couldn't have believed them and stolen it thinking that they would now have access to the greatest healing artifact in the region
1: that is a very good point, but um, we haven't had anyone sort of matching that description. There is no one in the village uh, that is sick. Um, uh, Mother Belchescu is probably the sickest person in town, but she's been like that for years. I mean, she's um, she's a ferasman penitent. They they this air, er, this religion believes that the more you suffer in this life, the quicker your trip through the boneyard and so she goes out of her way to suffer.
0: That's... interesting. <laughs>
1: um, so it looks like Ogdrin and Idonia uh, have headed outside. Um, why don't you make um, yeah. perception checks out there? Um, and if anyone has survival, you can make one of those as well.
5: I think we both do, right? We... Yeah,
0: I believe so. I, that's specifically the reason I was heading out.
5: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
0: I want to check out these tracks, see if it looks suspicious like someone made these or if it indeed looks like something a mummy-sized and shaped was dragged here.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead. And you can make your roll. There you go. Okay, so you, you look at these tracks and basically it looks like um two people uh one of whom was a little bigger than the other by the size of the feet Mm -hmm. um, climbed out this window here where the tracks start um one of them received a box from inside and that box was put down while the other person climbed out and then the two of them picked up the box and they walked along the path uh to the fence they put the box down uh, climbed over the fence and handed the box over and and then continued carrying it. So it's it's like they were carrying it like a, you would a stretcher. It looks pretty legit, it but just two people.
0: Interesting. So so they had a box. So okay, they didn't just carry a
1: desiccated right. old body. Yeah. I mean it, Less suspicious it's suspicious that way. Right. That is true. It it is stiff, so you probably could carry it, but you'd probably damage it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll report this
3: to the others. Oh, that's less exciting. A theory I was uh, considering is that uh, the mummy let itself out. Mm, <laughs> <seem> <laughs>
5: right. oh, oh. oh, Mr. Glanville, that's... Uh, I mean, we've seen some crazy stuff, surely, but uh but it doesn't seem to be with the case here. Y'all, y'all, y'all remember that, that spider made out of bones and, and heart? And I
2: was thinking of the spider made out of buttons and heart, yes.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No,
3: I uh, remember it every night when I spent. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I
5: still <laughs> got nightmares about that one.
1: So, Peter and Solas are sort of looking at each other, and their eyes are just sort of getting wider and wider <laughs> as you describe some of these things. It never occurred to them that maybe the mummy got up and just left itself. But yes, now they will be seeing that every night. <laughs> <laughs> we brought your mummy back <laughs> <laughs> oh no I don't want it. Uh, if
5: you uh, uh, may- maybe I mean if you want to get uh, really out there maybe the mummy was like whispering secrets into these fellas ears and that's what made them it compelled them to come in here and break it out and tear it away but I don't I think the mummy happen. got up on its own
1: Well, yes. But more likely yeah, someone man. just stole it Mm-mm. The mummy does uh, does occasionally whisper. I've 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 heard them since oh. so last, and and uh, it it sometimes will whisper words. Uh, I I it it doesn't speak my language, but it 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 I seem to know what it means sometimes, and and often it will oh. it will provide the right advice for for dealing with the day's troubles. Huh. And mm-hmm. uh, Peter just you can tell Peter just sort of looking down, and he's not saying anything, and Evgeny literally rolls his eyes and says, Mother, come on, you you know that this is not true. I hear its whispers. Oh, anyway. creepy.
0: Because I'm super suspicious of inside jobs, I, I want to take the, the two sets of footprints, the, the larger person's footprints and the smaller person's footprints, and compare them to the size of the boots or feet uh, of Peter and let uh, say his name Evgeny
1: Evgeny and uh sure okay um
0: I'm just I'm yeah, just yeah I mean
1: they're uh let to do another survival or a perception or something yeah you know what why don't you roll survival we'll see how how close you get 27 oh well, that's a pretty darn good roll one of the sets of feet is probably about the same size as uh as the people here, um, Evgeny and his father, are, are sort of similar-sized feet. Interesting. Um, okay. The other one is quite a bit bigger, so uh, definitely not one of those two.
3: Huh. Okay.
1: But Glanville. Okay. No, we... What?
5: Glanville got big feet.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, it's it's close to your size.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Leaving that one there. <laughs>
5: we're not saying anything Moving on. nope
0: nope nope uh alright well it looks like the next thing to do uh, unless you found any clues Lily is to head into the bog and see if we can track these two down
3: indeed indeed, indeed Lily how's your investigation going
0: I, I would like to you know look around for
4: clues yeah. but before I do mm-hmm. let me pull a little something out of my bag and I'll, I'll use quick alchemy to brew up an eagle eye elixir
1: Give myself
4: Ooh, a plus two bonus on perception checks as I look around.
5: Still maintain those should be cherry flavored.
2: It can, and be. I'll
5: let you figure out that joke on your own.
2: Eagle-eyed cherry, save tonight. Yeah, nice save tonight. Fight <laughs> the That's it. That's all you can do. We can't get the right. <laughs> yeah, to it that's otherwise. it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so you brew up the elixir, and um, yeah, what I should do a perception check to uh, see what you're able to find in the way of clues.
4: Okay, let me find perception real quick. I'm still trying to finagle uh, the roll 20 character sheet, so.
5: Yeah, I know what you mean. I I realized a minute ago that I forgot to put that I was expert in perception. I was like, why do I only have a plus four to perception? Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, there it is. It turns out. So, if I press this button to perceive,
4: let's see what that does. Yay, hey, look at that. Okay. All right, so 25.
1: Okay. So, you, uh, you look around and you do note a couple of things um, at the crime scene that may be of interest. Uh, the doors and the windows, there's no sign of forced entry, nothing's been jimmied or anything like that. Um, everything, um, the door has a lock. The windows have like uh, metal latches on the inside, so they're effectively locked from the inside. Um, The glass case that the maid was kept in um, has a complicated lock as well. um, And there's no sign that that was, you know, jimmied or or picked or anything like that. There's no scratches or anything like that. It just looks like it was just open. you also you, the the one thing that you do notice is that the hinges on the lid were um, recently oiled, um, so that's perhaps relevant. And then out mm-hmm. in the grounds, um, kitchen area, you know, you don't see any sign of anyone that you know came in that way or anything like that. It it looks like um, someone was able to get inside the house without leaving a, a trace, and then. Take the mummy out the window. There are some scratches on the window that sort of indicate that you know that this box was lifted out through the window and so on. There's a little bit of uh, of mud scattered around by the window, so they that might be the way that they came in. Mm-hmm. Um, the window is broken. Uh, the window was not broken. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the mummy case was not broken. The Mummy case was not yeah. broken, and it's it's quite fragile glass, so it it uh, it wouldn't have taken much to break it, but it does look like. Um, it was opened either with a key or a very good lock pick uh, or magically.
4: This does kind of confirm some her little note pout, and she's drawing a cute picture of a muffin who's holding hands with a kitty cat. Uh, I think I will need to investigate a little bit further, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good.
3: Um, <laughs> go ahead. Is there any room in here where somebody could have hidden?
1: Um, well, certainly not in this room. Uh, I mean, if the floorboards were pried up or something like that, you might be able to stuff it underneath the house, but there's no sign of that. Um, you can ask to search the upstairs, which is, you know, where their bedrooms are, if you'd like. Um,
3: um. I don't think I need to search there upstairs uh,
2: What about directly underneath where the mummy is kept is there, is there enough room that were there a secret door somebody could be hidden under there
1: uh, It would be a very narrow kind of crawl space under the floor um, and so you sort of look around there there's there's no sign of any kind of secret door or um, you know sliding panels or anything like that
2: okay. hmm. Gladville, have you detected magic yet?
3: Uh, no, I should get on to that. So I start to just magically examine the area, see if I can find anything.
1: Sure, okay. There is no magic within your range. Hmm. Oh. No magic whatsoever.
3: I almost disappointed. I kind of hoped we would find a magic mummy.
0: I...
4: Well,
3: the mummy ain't here. Right. no residual magic thing... from a very powerful artifact hanging around either, so...
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just remembered a thing uh, I forgot that I had this 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 might have helped but we can maybe check again because circumstances will change so Idonia is going to look around and be like oh I have an idea uh, and she says a prayer to Milani asking for her, her divine light uh, to uh, show us the way and she will suddenly start to shed a luminous aura in 30 feet uh, in bright light, and it gives everyone a plus one status bonus to perception checks to detect hidden or undetected creatures, as well as hidden objects, doors, and other features. Oh. I should have used that when we started looking around, but I forgot. <laughs>
2: How long does it last? Okay.
0: Uh, five whole minutes, so enough for us oh, to fantastic. all nice. make nice. a perception check around Kay. the room again.
1: Okay. Mm. So a few things happen. Um, oh. Solas makes some kind of, some kind of hand symbol um, against the against the evil eye with your your display no. of magical powers, and um, then you search the room. Um, all of the uh, the clues that uh, were found before, basically, uh, you don't find anything no. in addition to that. There are no secret doors um, or any kind of um, hidden creatures or anything like that anywhere within the space.
2: Okay. Let's make a quick cultism check. On Celeste's hand gesture to make sure that it's, it's just like a folksy kind of thing to do, and not actually yeah. some greater magical symbol. <laughs> just sure,
1: go go ahead.
2: Uh, Twenty-three.
1: Yeah, it's uh, definitely the kind of thing that that the superstitious would use to ward off everything from evil spirits to demons to fairies and things like that. So um, it doesn't actually have any magical power whatsoever. Good to know. Makes her feel better.
2: Mm-hmm. She's I not a witch. She's examine a witch. the
1: Can Sorry, examine go ahead, Lauren. The
4: oiled hinges. I feel like maybe they've been pried open recently. I want to see if that's true.
1: Sure. Okay, so you uh you examine the hinges. They've been recently oiled um and and excessively oiled. Like whoever did it just mm. sort of poured oil all over it. Um mm. and um and Peter um, notices you looking at the hinges and and comes over and uh, says, "Well, that's that's odd. We uh, we haven't oiled those hinges. Normally, we we avoid opening the case when we when we don't have to. We, we're we're somewhat concerned that the mummy will um, deteriorate if we if we open the case too often. We used to open it all the time, but now um, we we." Only do it when we need to. Um, so, that must have been done by the thieves. Um, and mm. the 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 lid creaked. So, that. Hmm. Do we believe him? I do not believe
0: mm-hmm.
1: him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. <laughs> you. I'm wondering if
0: he's trying to cover for this mistake. Okay.
1: You do believe him? Yeah. He he seems genuinely shocked that. Um it's so, been oiled. He uh he goes to uh to the other room and um brings out the oil can um and sort of looks at it and you can you can actually see it's not it wasn't this oil can that was used. It it's just, you know, uh another tool. Um so, and, so you're telling me that whoever did this
3: knew that the casket creaked when it opened? It it would seem so, yes. And when, do, uh, when I say that, I'd look at everybody to see
1: how they react to that accusation. Okay, sure. Um, so dun, dun, dun. Uh, let's see. You look shocked. Yeah, oh. you know, everyone everyone looks surprised. Um and uh yeah, no, everyone looks surprised. Um and, and you notice that hanging around behind um Peter and Salas there's a young young lady, perhaps mm-hmm. Six or seven years old.
5: Well,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. um, mm. and she's sort of like peeking in be- between the parents' legs and just mm. sort of watching. And and when when she sees that you notice her, she sort of hides behind them and stuff. She seems quite shy. Mm. Um, and uh, Evgeny says, "Oh, that's that's Olina. She's my she's my niece. Um, her parents died uh, last year, I guess it was now, and uh, mm. so she's been staying with my parents." Mm. Hi and Luna, uh
4: do you like sweets
1: well sweets I love sweets what uh what well, kind of sweets do have you have', have? here really she oh, well, looks over to the let's to see. the grandparents and can i, I have can I?
4: cookies I have shortbread I have a little bit of peppermint here uh pick your poison
1: oh oh i um she she's reaching out and then you say poison and she's like jumps back and the, the parents sort of like
4: no 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 just i think turn of the phrase just the turn of phrase
1: i think they were joking dear it's okay um and so she reaches forward and, and grabs a grabs a peppermint and uh pops in her mouth and starts to smile and is just is quite happy but she's very quiet and very sort of withdrawn um and Evgeny says, "Yeah, she's what been." What do you uh,
4: think about that spooky old mummy?
1: I don't like it, but it's always been here.
2: No further questions.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she and so she'll uh, she'll tell tell you that she just you know I I, I don't really like it, but. It's been here the whole the whole time. My my mom and dad said it was okay. I never seen it move, so huh. I guess it can't be that bad.
4: Did
3: hmm. you
1: see or hear
3: anything happen last night? Maybe.
1: Um, uh, I saw the funeral. What? And then the uh, so the 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 grandparents sort of are shaking their head a little bit and um they they look pretty sad the the girl continues um there was a family funeral and they carried the coffins to the graveyard just like a just like mom and dad's and so the mm-hmm. the, the child seems to be very traumatized by you know the death of her parents um and and Peter says yeah she she often dreams of of these uh funerals and she is always worried that someone else in the family will die and she is worried about about all of our funerals it's the the funeral of her parents is probably the first memory that she she has of in her young life and very sad mm-hmm. no no this was different this was this was uh, this was last night, and I wasn't dreaming cause I woke up, and i I heard the noises and I came, I even came to get you, granddad, and you you didn't wake up. and Grandmom didn't wake up. I shook you even, and you didn't you didn't wake up. and now, now, I was watching out the window and I saw the funeral, and they took away the the body just like they did with mom and dad. and then, I came to get you again, and you still didn't get up. And then I then I just went back to bed, and I was scared, and I just lay there, and finally I cried myself to sleep.
2: How many poles were bearing the coffin?
1: Uh, there were there were uh, just the two.
4: Can I whisper to her how many times, did, or let me get my whisper voice on. How many times did you try to wake up your cousin Evgani?
1: Oh, uh, I, I didn't, Evgeny wasn't home yet. He stays out late. And Evgeny is sort of, he, he's looking a little embarrassed. Um, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't otherwise react. And, uh, both the Peter and Salas are, are saying, are looking at each other. And, do, do you remember Olina coming in last night? No, Olina, you must've been dreaming. No, no, it was real. Hmm. Interesting. Is there any more peppermints for you? Of
4: course, there is.
1: Oh, thank you. That's very nice. I like them. I, I think, I think these new people are okay. I think they're good people, and they're gonna help us, Evgeny. Okay, so you let them help us, Evgeny. Yeah. No. Of course, we, we are we are happy to to have these friends to help us. It's good to have friends, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna go play, and Olina basically will will leave. Mm-hmm. 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 What you gonna do?
2: Uh, Evgeny, you have a sister who is also at
1: college, correct? Uh, she she was that uh, that's Olina's mother. She passed away in a carriage accident no. last year. So I want to go up
3: to, uh, in God, uh, sorry, the, the, I want to go up to the kid, uh, in, I can't say Evgani. Evgeny. Okay. Evgeny. Yeah. Yeah. Evgeny. And say, so you stay out late, huh? What were you all doing last night? Uh, get, uh hitting the drinks and staring at the pretty things. And while, while I'm doing this, I'm trying to use lie to me.
1: Oh, okay. Very well um so he um he flushes with embarrassment and he's oh no no i uh i i i've just making friends and reacquainting myself with the the friends from before when i went away i you know i i've come back to town and and uh all of these people are, are still here and i like to like to get together with them and sometimes it, it goes late yes yes but uh you must remember when you were when you were younger you would probably oh spend... yes,
3: yes, yes i i put my family name to shame many a night <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wonder of being youthful and, and, and knowing how to use it well so yes.
1: is he lying to me um he's definitely not telling you the truth completely mm-hmm. you you get the sense that it's it's not that he's lying to you so much as he's withholding part of the truth hmm
3: It would probably be bad if a dominated person held him, right?
2: Oh, don't tell yeah, me. Not. In front of his
3: mom, yeah.
0: I mean... Wow. <laughs>
5: wow, Ryan. Uh,
2: Ryan? He's the one who suggested it. It's, wow.
3: I think it's time we follow these tracks.
1: Yes, uh, yes. Uh, do I think that's, that's perhaps wise. I, I do... Um, I do suggest you be careful though. The, the Aspis, um, mm-hmm. well, the group that was in town, there were six of them. Um, so I, I would feel much better if you were to follow them rather than me. Why don't you come with us, Evgani? If this is your investigation. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, thank you. I, I would be, I would be pleased to accompany you. I, I'm, I'm sure nothing could go wrong with, uh, with so many stout, uh, out guards to uh, to protect me. Um, yes. Let let's, s- uh, six of them and six of us. So, Excellent. make it even. Excellent, yes. Um, let me, uh, let me, uh, prepare myself. And uh, he goes upstairs and he comes down um, wearing a rapier. Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, uh, that seems to be the only change. Mm-hmm. He hasn't put on armor or anything else. Um, do you want to go? Um, well, it's uh, it's getting late, so it'll be getting a little dark, but that's okay. Um, oh, yeah. He uh, he grabs a lantern from the uh, from the room, and he'll he'll carry that. Um, shall we go? Indeed, learn shall. Sure thing. Hey, so who's gonna do the um the survival check, and who's gonna aid? Because basically, you'll have to. The, the tracks lead probably a hundred yards past the fence, fairly clearly, and then after that mm-hmm. they start to get a little more spotty, and you'll need a survival mm-hmm. check. Sure. Right.
0: Is it possible we... for Ogden and I to both look, and then that way we can sort of watch each other if one of us loses? Yeah, the sure. Trail?
1: Yeah.
5: Okay. Sure. That sounds good to me. We both have about the same bonus, I think. So. Oh, okay. well, wow. twenty-nine is pretty darn oh, good.
3: Twenty-nine.
0: I don't. Nice. I, I I can't find the trail.
5: Uh, You're not know, used to be seeing in the dark, oh, but my dwarf eyes—probably true. I can see good.
0: Oh, one thing I, thing I should know: greater
5: bef- dark vision.
0: Ooh, Ooh, that's that sounds great. Uh, yeah, before yeah. we leave, I want to spend like ten minutes uh, praying to Milani and refocusing. Okay. Getting
1: that serious so time for focus point
0: back. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So you you follow the tracks out, and they basically leads out. Um, Outside of town, I mean, I would say that they live on the edge of town. But this place is small enough that everyone lives on the edge of town, pretty much. And it it heads off and and um, heads off towards the uh, the peat bogs. And as you get into the into the bog area, you've got these sort of um, dry areas of land, sort of tussocks of grass and things like that, it's, uh, with uh, wet areas or swampy areas in between. And so when I pull you over to this map here, this is the familiar forest map but every place that there are trees that's actually bog so the the clear areas are the dry land that you can walk around on and the tree areas are actually um shallow bog which is difficult terrain Understood. and so um as you come along you you come across a couple of uh, what look to be camps one mm-hmm. is at the left of the map where you are and there's another one up towards the right of the map and uh, both camps look like they have been somewhat ransacked. The one um, oh. to your immediate left is in relatively good shape, but it looks like someone has gone into the tent. Some of the blankets have been pulled out and strewn on the ground and so on. And uh, and uh, there's a little bit of gear scattered around. The other set of tents over on the, the north side of the map, the northeast side, um, there, the tents have sort of been pulled apart and pulled down, and it looks like in the in the northwest there's there's some other debris and and things like that as well.
5: Can we go all the way around?
1: Because this
5: little this corpse-like thing on the ground is very intriguing
1: mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, sure. You can go whichever way you want.
5: I'm gonna go. Well, you know, where's see, the tracks? Hmm.
1: Oh, the, ah. the tracks basically yeah, led yeah. to this area, um, mm-hmm. and then as you sort of get into the the um, the, the deeper boggy areas, it, it you know it goes into what is basically water, and you you pretty much lose mm-hmm. them. But it leads to these camp areas.
2: Hmm. Evgeny, do you recognize these camps? Here
1: we are. Uh, I I don't know who who is here, but certainly uh, you know the the. Uh, Aspis agents that have come to town have been um, you know purchasing supplies at uh, annika's general store and you know this this seems to be likely where they were staying i don't know what they were doing here perhaps we'll find the mate here
2: but when you followed the tracks yesterday or earlier today did you across these tents, these uh, No,
1: I, I didn't follow them this far. I, I ascertained that they went off into the bog, but I had already suspected the aspis, and so I mm-hmm. did not want to face them by myself. i uh, mm-hmm. He points at it.
2: So you discontinued your investigation because you already had a suspect? Mm-hmm.
1: Essentially. I, I feared that the suspect that I might uncover right. would outmatch me. I, I, I gained this scar for fencing, but I certainly wasn't, I, I don't feel myself capable of taking on six men at once.
3: Right, 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 right. And indeed, the last time you dealt with them, they must have not been very friendly either, right?
1: Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't had uh, much dealings with them myself, but uh, from what I've heard, they are, they are certainly uh, willing to use violence to get their way. Um, so uh Ogdrin, as you, you and Idonia have sort of moved up along here. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's a there's a corpse there. First of all, there's a there's a big pit. Um, mm-hmm. that is probably three feet deep. And it looks like it has been dug down in layers kind of thing. And there was uh, a couple of tables um with some maps and uh, pieces of of stone and, and uh, wood and things like that sort of placed all over the place that have been scattered. There's uh, mm. a broken wheelbarrow and, and, and things like that. Just the, It looks like somebody was digging here and actually um, cataloging the things that they found, almost like an archaeological dig, mm. but then the place has been trashed. This, on the other hand, is a dead person. It is uh, a guy Absolutely wearing... Is a dead person? Or a oh, oh, yes. Person. A yep. dead person as of the last 12 hours, probably.
2: Cut yourself. Lick their tears and see if it heals.
1: Oh, wait. Um, oh. It's mm. an investigation!
5: We have to use the scientific uh, method. Gl- <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Mr. Glanville, Miss, Miss Lily, uh, we had a dead body over here. Oh, yes. Oh, um. and it ain't no mummy Mm. yeah
1: this looks like um, a laborer Um, he does have a a dagger at his belt Um, and other than that he's basically just dressed in work clothes coveralls or uh, like overalls and uh, sleeves are rolled up and he has been um, stabbed with some piercing kind of of weapons but not like a sword or an arrow or something like that it's it's something that leaves really jagged wounds in the skin um and like a cluster Mm. of them so can't really tell what what that is from but certainly he was stabbed to death um and um as you as you get to this point you also see that under the pile of rubble over here there's another body of another laborer um, so it looks like this camp was attacked and um, trashed. And then at least a couple of people were killed here.
5: But no box contained a mummy anywhere.
1: There is no box containing a mummy anywhere. Um, and as you're as you're you, so you start sort of looking around for, mm-hmm. you know, you look in the tents and, and, and do a once over. Um, there were probably about a dozen people. Camping here and they seem to be here for the long haul because there's quite a few provisions. Mm-hmm. There are um, a number of papers that have sort of blown all over the place some of them are You know just stuck in the water and, and partially ruined or illegible But uh, you do get the sense that this is pretty much an archaeological dig. Someone was digging here looking uh, cataloging all the things that they found and You get the sense they were looking for something because they were digging in this specific spot and it looks like they have dug down in different layers to to sort of make sure they didn't miss anything. There's a there's a, a mesh table where you would like put all of the earth and everything and let the 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 mud fall out, and um, quite a sophisticated operation. Um, mm. Evgeny, and, Evgeny,
2: is this anywhere near where your grandfather found the uh, the bakma, the the maid?
1: Yeah, it's somewhere in this area. I don't know exactly exactly where, but yeah, it's it's not far from here um is this uh, someone you might have known no i've never seen uh, seen either of them before they're they're not from the village
2: and there's nothing identifying them
1: there is uh there is nothing identifying either of them in terms of i mean they've, they've got a couple of tattoos and one's got an earring and things like that but there's nothing really uh identifying on either of them does the
4: Aspis consortium normally have some type of identifying marks?
2: Oh, they love their badges.
1: They do, yes. <laughs> um, they do. Al- although the the it's it's sort of the the managers that get badges. Um the the rank and file people, like if you were going to if you if this was an Aspis operation and you were going to hire people to dig for you, those people wouldn't necessarily have badges or even even necessarily be members of the organization, but the leaders would have um badges that uh, are in different levels in terms of how high up they are in the organization there's hmm. Hmm. a We're little no
2: further tracks
1: oh. well it, it, you know there are piles of tracks all over the place because clearly these people have been here uh for a while the most recent tracks um are of made from uh, a series of sort of hard boots, like uh, like riding boots or something like that, maybe. And um, they're all over the place. And, And it's hard to make sense of all of the 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 mess of tracks here, but it looks like some people came into this area from the West and perhaps those were the people that attacked the camp. Now while you're while you're sort of poking around and, and doing all this, I guess Evgeny has probably moved up farther yeah. to the to the group yeah. and uh, I
2: don't um, leave Evgeny.
1: Zavia. yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're sticking with him? Okay. Sure. Um I'll keep my so, bow out, even. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. So uh Xavier, you're you're sort of watching Evgeny, and then from over here, you hear sort of a rustling oh. in the in the low reeds around the edge of the swamp there you get the sense that something is in there and moving and uh, perhaps even watching you
2: mm-hmm. i'd like to pretend i didn't notice
1: mm-hmm. evgeny didn't seem to notice
2: <laughs> okay um can i give it a f- subtle but further look
1: oh yeah absolutely um so basically it you get the sense that there is a creature of some kind just inside oh. the reeds there and that's not what it looks like i'm just putting sort of a mysterious mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, Mystery I'm just til- usher evgeny away from this probably just wild animal okay.
1: sure yeah he'll uh he'll he he'll, he'll follow you and um he's he's sort of looking around and and you get the sense that he's actually what do you get the sense of let me see your perception check you get the sense that he's—he doesn't seem to think that the maid is here. I mean, I guess like a you know something the size of the maid would be pretty hard to to hide if it's not in one of the tents. Then it doesn't look like it's here. So he's he's still looking around, but you get the sense that it's sort of half-hearted. Is he spooked um, at all
2: by the dead bodies?
1: Um, he does seem to be spooked by them. Um, he's he's obviously not seen bodies before in a, in a up up close. He doesn't really get too close to them. Um, when you asked him to identify them that was the closest that he got and then he sort of went away again
2: Um, I call Adonia over
0: Thanks. yes uh,
2: what's going on with that bush over there
0: hmm Adonia will draw her rapier and slowly hey. approach
1: the bush sure okay so you get over there and there's definitely something maybe the size of a rabbit or something like that in the in the bush you can't see it but you can just tell it's a small creature of some kind and it's it's sort of moving around and um
0: like the then it hops out
1: well it, oh. it it turns out to not be a rabbit it turns out to be um do you have uh, knowledge of nature i don't okay I'm a city revolutionary. Yes, of course. Well, it turns out to <laughs> to basically be a big grasshopper with a humanoid torso with a lovely little pair of um, diaphanous wings. Uh, and so, anybody ygads, that has pointed,
2: it's not a wolf in sheep's clothing. Gods, yes. What are you?
0: <laughs> I almost stabbed you. <laughs> don't, don't stab me. Why would you stab me? Well, you were creeping around in a bog. I thought maybe you were
1: dangerous. I live in the bog. This is my bog. What are you doing here? Well, if it's
0: your bog, then you know that there are dangerous creatures all over the place just waiting to jump out of the bog waters and, and devour you whole.
1: Yes, could have been one of those. But but I'm not. I'm hmm. Rusaflick. This is my bog. What? What? What are you doing here? Are you? Coming to cause more problems, like these biggins?
0: Uh, no, we are here to solve problems. I am Idonia Stonebrook, uh, and this is my companion, Xavier Saviour.
1: Good to meet you. Hello, I'm Risselflick. Uh, uh, this is my bog, and um, you can't have anything that's here. This is all my stuff. Everything's mine.
2: Excellent. Keep it. Uh, what is with okay. the, all the dead bodies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, those those uh, those big ones came uh, and then they fell down a lot. The bony big ones came and um, they would, like, dance. And then they would, um, sometimes they would dance around for a long time and then one of them would fall down and then the other one would go away. Uh, sometimes the bony ones fell down and sometimes the, the meaty ones fell down. But I think the bony ones um, seemed to win the dancing because more of them went away.
2: Yes, of course. A bony one dance-off. Are the bony ones often around these parts? Oh, I've never seen them. Okay, so the the meaty ones may have accidentally awakened or opened up the area where the bony ones were from?
1: Oh, oh, the meaty ones were here looking looking for um, something in a hole. And they were Hmm. digging the hole. They've been here for oh, days and days and days. They drive me crazy. They light fires and they yell and they stomp around any anyway, they they've been here a long time and they have been digging in the hole but they weren't finding what they wanted i don't know they find the things that i find when i dig a hole like worms and dirt and stuff but they weren't happy with that and then the bony ones came and the bony ones came from that way pointing off to the west mm-hmm. and they came in and all the all the uh, biggins were were scared i think i think that's a, that's what they were and then they fell down
2: Hmm. Yes, and where did the bony ones go from there?
1: Oh, uh, some went that way, and some went that way. Um, Pointing sort of off to the north, and then off to the uh, west.
2: And which way is town?
1: Uh, South. Okay.
2: When they were yelling, what kind of things were they yelling about?
1: Oh, they were yelling things like, Don't kill me! Um, And, oh my god, what's that? And, uh, you know, other things like that.
2: Sure. I meant when they were you said they were lighting fires and just
1: oh oh before that yes oh yes. yeah yes now they, they were doing things um, they were they were singing sometimes I, I think some of them got a little bored they worked really hard in the day they did all that digging and then at night they would they would sit around the fire and tell stories and sing songs and you know things that things that people do uh, could you
2: do an impression of one of their stories
1: Oh um yeah the, uh, the their leader guy um the hawkman he said um he would tell stories about how they were going to find um they were going to find mummies is that right
2: that is right mm-hmm. i don't know
1: why he would be looking for his mummy in a swamp but they they were finding mummies um and any day they were going to find them and then when they did they would be they would all be rich and um well, sometimes this, he told the same story every night, but then sometimes one of the other, other biggins would say things like, well, why can't we just go get the other mummy? And then he, he, would, he would say that they could just go and get the easy mummy. And the man said, no, uh, Hawkman said, no, we can't do that because of, and it was, I didn't, the wispy treant. The wispy treant wouldn't like it. I think that's what it was. I don't know a wispy treant. There's no treants around here.
2: Mm -hmm. Wispy treants, yes. Um, Tell me about Hawkman. Is he one of the bodies over there?
1: Uh, He fell down over here. Here, I'll show you. Um, And the thing hops over to here and in the swamp right about there, there is another dead human and um let me see if i can get him out yeah easily fished out um same kind of stab wounds um some claw marks on his face uh wearing again sort of you know leather overalls and um a leather apron kind of thing for for working um has a sword sheath but no sword and um he does have on his uh on his belt a belt pouch with uh you know some stuff in it like gold or plumes? oh well yeah there yeah some just random things um some some coins uh mostly silver one gold piece and a small metal badge Aha. which looks just like that one that i showed earlier except it's made out of mm-hmm. bronze
2: mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, i update everyone we've got an aspis badge uh is there any reason from the body that he was calling him Hawkman, or do i have to inquire
1: um he uh no he uh he's got a big tattoo of a hawk on his okay. on his arm gotcha. okay. Yeah. um okay so you you're doing that ogden and lily and glanville while you while they're chatting with the Grig, you're looking at the hole here and, and uh the bodies and, um, mm-hmm. let's see, was there anything specific you were looking for or just sort of doing the once over
4: just looking yeah. for clues,
1: looking yeah, for clues. Do the standard magical once over, see if I can detect okay. the naughtiness. Okay. <laughs> there is very, uh, no magic basically. And mm-hmm. there is, um, you, you're able to piece together that these, um, these things that attacked them came in from the West. There was a skirmish. It sort of ranged all over the place. Um, there are probably more bodies scattered around in the bog that you just haven't just haven't spotted yet. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the size of the camp being a dozen, you're certainly missing a few bodies. Um, there is, however, you do come across uh, one skeletal body just sort of over up here in the in the mm-hmm. bog, and it's basically um, a set of clothing with bones inside, and mm-hmm. so. The clothing um, looks like it was really beautiful at one point. Um, Hmm. Probably like nobility level clothing. But it's not from today. It's the nobility of, you know, a few hundred years ago. So historical reenactor or something like that. And then Uh, within is is just a complete skeleton. But of course, the bones are are not animated anymore. So they're not really connected and it's just sort of like a bag of bones. Um, interestingly through the clothing and in some of the bones, there are little specks of a dark gray metal that look like, um, basically were, were spattered onto the, the skeleton in a molten state. So some kind of, of, um, molten metal was, was, um, either dropped or spattered around on this skeleton.
4: Does this hmm. look like they were trying to make a fake mummy or something? Like
1: uh, No, you know, it looks like... Um, let me just see. Uh, does anybody have knowledge of religion? I'm sure someone does.
0: You do. No, but I can do untrained checks.
1: Oh, okay, sure. Give me one of those.
0: I do do you, oh, I was over checking out the other body. Do you want me to yeah. make a religion check as well or not worry about it? We could come get you. All right, yeah. Here's my religion.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: 23.
1: Your suspicion is that this was once an undead animated skeleton that that's was defeated in combat. Um, as for the, the metal, um, that's not something that's normally associated. So that's a little unusual. But yeah, hmm. this, this skeleton walked here itself and was beaten in combat and fell down.
0: Is there any way I can track where it walked from? You see it walked over here and then yeah, got
1: it, it, did. Yeah, it walked in from the west. And okay. um, Jason, you were talking about uh, a ghoul queen. Um, well, that was just a reference to something yeah. we fought. And, oh, okay. Uh, and way back when, some
5: some I can't remember. if She thought she was a queen or something like that. And maybe she was a ghoul. I don't quite remember everything about oh, okay. it. Okay, there was okay. some, yeah, some aristocratic ghouls. I'm like seeing you talking about this aristocratic clothing. I was like, mm. oh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly, um, and, and Glanville uh, mm-hmm. will know this. That you're not all that far in Adictoria from the Garden of Lead, which is a spot in Ustalov. That dates back to the Whispering Tyrants' um, time. Basically, the the skeletal countess was one of the Whispering Tyrants' um, servants, and oh. uh, she rounded up all the nobles in uh, that area of Ustalov and uh, immolated them in molten lead, and posed mm. them as statues and things like that.
3: Hmm. I, I I regale that story and then point to Dodonians uh, and. This is not a how to guide on how to do it in mm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It,
5: it's like we can't walk 50 feet and without running into some kind of undead royalty. Oh, it happened once before. All right. But but still. <laughs> Odd that it happens twice.
2: Yes, about 50. I feet know. That way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, um, you hear a shout from off to the south and as you look that way way off the map you see a number of human figures engaged in combat and yeah. you're almost immediately distracted by the fact that um, a couple of those skeletal creatures have appeared over by the tents over in the upper right side of the map and these ones oh. have appeared over here. I just have to move them back because they're a little too close to where you are. So these, these uh, skeletal figures are walking in. They're dressed in aristocratic clothing. Um, They're carrying, in some cases, um, trays of silver with broken bottles and glasses on them. They are uh, unarmed, but they're sort of, Staggering towards you and moving with grim purpose, and it's clear that uh, they—they're going to attack you just like their comrades are attacking. What looks like three humans, way off to the south. Now they're far enough away that you can't really influence um, what's going on there, but you can deal <laughs> but with fireball could things. do it. <laughs> That's true. You, I you, you, would end the combat very quickly. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> that would be, oh no. would be a
5: big influence on that combat for sure. Yes,
1: exactly. Let me call me, call me over here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so you can all roll an initiative check, please.